1: Uh, and, uh, uh, this is uh, the middle of the week. Uh, so we're hump day. We're always excited about, uh, (laughs) about, uh, uh, the middle and sharing the truth. And uh, particularly as we, uh, have stated of, um, finding truth, uh, in a world of chaos and, uh, and the invitation is really to come and see, Mm -hmm. uh, because, um, a lot of, a lot of podcasts, uh, are saying, um, I've, I want you to do this, I want you to understand this. Uh, this is you know, my position. Um, what we're trying to do uh, is a little bit different. Um, mm-hmm. And that is that uh, we, we do have some uh, understanding and we do have some things we're gonna share with you, but it's really more an invitation to get active in seeking God uh, for your answers of uh, life issues, Uh, things that are important to you, and um, that you don't actually rely on me or Kathy or anybody to say, well, what do you tell me to do? Uh, We don't want to be in that position. Um, We want to be in the position of guiding you into, we'll come and see, and you can find truth uh, from uh, the Father uh, through the Holy Spirit that's resident in you, and he Mm -hmm. can answer, he will answer all your questions. Um, And and it's quite fun. And uh, and as we start this morning, uh, actually, we'd like to kind of demonstrate that uh, a little bit. We have a question that uh, came up uh, from a young lady uh, who's a a mother, has a little son, um, and she's seeking God. Uh, And her question is um, about circumcision. She kind of knows what the Old Testament says. She's not sure where does that lie today. Um, and should she, or should she not, uh, circumcise her son? Because she doesn't want, and she called it, am I sinning if I don't circumcise my son? So it's, it's, it's a fantastic question and a great illustration of, um, well, I got a real life question. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've gotten in her, her perspective, I know is I've gotten lots of different uh, viewpoints. (laughs) Yeah, you should. No, you shouldn't. Yeah, you should. No, you don't need to. Um. Uh, And so as we have been teaching and last time, you know, we talked about Jeremiah 15, uh, 16 is uh, Jeremiah ate the words Mm -hmm. and they were a joy to him. Uh, And so we want to demonstrate and really process through the answer to that question, not with, well, I think you should, but rather, well, let's go see what the word has to say Mm -hmm. and let's enjoy. And this is this is what we're trying to, you know, I don't I don't know how to say it any more exuberantly, but, uh, <laughs> finding the answers from God through the word and then through what he says is so joyful. It's so exciting. And he, he'll answer all of them. Uh, right. And that's what we're trying to, to help you understand is that, yeah. um, uh, it's not about going to friends. It's not about even going to, uh, theologians. It's really you have the Holy Spirit, and this, by the way, is in First John uh, 2, 24 to twenty seven. It says you don't need anybody else to teach you. This is this is mm-hmm. John writing. He says you have the Holy Spirit, right? Uh, go Which to, is
2: such a gift.
1: Go to God. Now, he, now he, he, we're, we'll talk about that. Um, uh, we use each other. The body is important. Uh, people are mm-hmm. gifted, and we want to we want to use those gifts. So it's not a it's not an isolation. Right. But, but the fundamental thing is, will you first go to seek God uh, in the word? And so this young lady, mm-hmm. you know, has this great question. And I know, Kathy, you have a little bit of, of uh, context for that. You know, you can probably share a little bit about what she, wh- who she is and what she's facing.
2: Uh, yeah, actually, this is a young mom, newly married. She has a currently about a almost will be a year in July, little girl. And now she has a baby on the way that she just found out as a little boy. Ah um she and her husband are younger in their faith but have a heart for God and really are wanting to learn they're they're learning to hear from him and and how to discern his voice and i think one of the beautiful things you were just talking about is how there is so much joy in the process of doing this and part of the joy is honestly that we get the answers but a huge part of the reason it's a joy is that we are walking in intimacy with Jesus as we were intended to when we, when we journey through this. So as right. we seek that answer, um, it's not all about the answer. It's about communion with him. Right. And that brings that joy, which is a sweet, sweet process. It doesn't have to be hard. It's this, it's this beautiful process.
1: That's right. So um, her question about circumcision uh, really raises up a broader question. Mm-hmm. Um, that I get a lot, um, what about the Old Testament? Yes. Um, we're believers now, we're in the resurrection, uh, Christ has come. And um, a lot of people, even churches teach, you don't even need to read the Old Testament. Uh, it's just a history book. It's a, for Israel, it's just interesting information. But really what you need to do is just read the New Testament. Um, mm-hmm. And that's the only thing that you need to, to give. But um, uh, as we understand that, that all of Scripture, and this is in 2 Timothy 3.16, is inspired. And and Paul was speaking about the Old Testament, including Mm -hmm. the New New Testament letters uh, and Gospels, that um, it's all inspired by God and profitable for living out the beautiful life of God. And so he states that he, first of all, his perspective was, no, it's all true. Uh, mm-hmm. But let's answer that that first question about the Old Testament. Uh, so, and in, in, uh, Christ speaks to this in Matthew chapter five, verse seventeen. Uh, he says, "Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets." Mm-hmm. So he's he's saying all the written Old Testament that was available to them. So what we have today was available to them. Right. He says, "I haven't come to destroy any of that." I did not come to destroy it, but to fulfill it. For assuredly, I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, not one jot or one tittle will by no means pass Mm -hmm. away from the law until all is fulfilled. Whoever therefore breaks one of these least of these commandments and teaches other men the same thing shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Well, so I... (laughs) I take that kind of simply.
3: Mm-hmm. He
1: says, teach the whole, the whole counsel of God, right? Uh, receive it and teach it. So I do, I, I mm-hmm. said, well, I'd like to be called great in the kingdom of God. So, <laughs> so I think I'll do that. Um, uh, and then he says that, um, not one jot or tittle will pass away until the, the final ending, um, uh, which is the, you know, uh, the, uh, recreation of a second, uh, earth mm-hmm. and heaven. Uh, and so what that means is he's talking about the Hebrew language there, uh, which I took in, in seminary. Uh, and Hebrew language is only consonants. That's all, mm-hmm. that's, all, that's all that's in the Hebrew language in terms of the, of the diff, individual letters are all consonants. And so what defines one word versus another is what's called a jot, a dot, or a mm-hmm. tittle, uh, a slash mark. Hmm. Um, and the combination of jots, which can be two, three, uh, two or three marks can be a combination of a, of a jot and a tittle together are the, are the verb basically are oh, the, that's interesting. are the A I E I O U it's the, it's the verbs, the vowels, the vowels, the vowels. Yes. that, uh, make up verbs, uh, in other, in other words. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, he says that, uh, because of the Uh, incredible uh, language that every dot and every tittle means something. Hmm. And so he doesn't say that, well, some of it isn't valid. He said every little word, every Hmm. little, including the jot and tittle that defines that word.
2: Right. So really every intonation and intention of the word. Every intonation, every,
1: every uh, intention uh, and depth of that word uh, which defines, cause you can have the same consonants by the way, with different jots and tittles and they mean something completely different, mm. uh, because of the, of the vowels. So, okay. um, and then those words mean something. Uh, and in the old Testament particularly, uh, and in the new Testament, um, the beautiful language is so precise mm-hmm. that every single word means something, mm-hmm. um, and it has truth to it. Um. In the English, I think we talked about this a little bit before, in the English, out of the 15,000 different words that are used in the in the Greek and Hebrew in, the, in both Old and New Testament, uh, only 5,000 of those translate into English words. Right. So when you're reading the English, uh, you're really missing out on on quite a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's why as you abide, uh, we encourage you to um, you know use a Bible app like uh, Crosswalk.com or mm-hmm. uh, StudyLight.org and get to what's called interlinear Bible mm-hmm. uh, and click on those words as you wanna go you know, and, and uh, understand the depth of it. But here Christ says that um, it's not gonna pass away until all is fulfilled. And, and then he said, I didn't come to destroy it, but to fulfill it. Mm. He said, so I'm the embodiment of all that was written in the Old Testament is now to be understood, received and interpreted in light of uh, the fullness of Christ and all Mm -hmm. the truth of Christ, which we do read in the new Testament. So he says they're both needed together. Um, It's not law. Right. uh, He said, but it's truth. And he Mm -hmm. says, uh, whoever breaks one of these truths is called the least because you're, because you're not going to succeed in the life of God. He said, so it's still true. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who I am them is the same I am today and Hebrews makes a statement I'm the same yesterday today and tomorrow uh, so Christ and God hasn't changed any
3: right. um,
1: how he delivered the message has changed uh, and it's not a different different truth it's truth
3: mm-hmm. now to
1: be interpreted in light of, of Christ so uh, first of all would urge everybody not to take a dim view of the Old Testament uh, it's right. beautiful. It's true. It's absolute. It's it's truth that God wants us to understand, and it's part of His life for us as we right. understand that truth. And if we say all Scripture is inspired, um, and one one thing that I did early in my Christian life actually was, and I was a fairly, uh, uh, I would say, an intellectual that mm-hmm. um, was skeptical. But as I became a believer, uh, after Linda and I got first married you know, 50, 51 years ago now, um, <laughs> uh, I made a decision that I'm gonna believe the Bible as absolute truth. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna question it at all, both Old and New Testament. Now I don't understand it all, right? And I need to have God help me understand and getting answers to questions I have, but I'm never gonna say, well, I don't think that's true. So I just mm-hmm. dismiss it. That's putting it back on me. And we actually talked about that in one of our sessions right. uh, in 1 Corinthians 2, that the carnal mind in the, in the intellect considers things of the scriptures, and particularly as you're reading the Old Testament, as foolishness.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And he says, no, if you look at it as spirit, uh, let me speak to you the truth of it. So, And we mm-hmm. use this example of circumcision. So first of all, it's, it's true. So let's go back to uh, circumcision. Uh, what the old testament says this is in genesis chapter 17. Um, uh, the lord appeared to abram he wasn't abraham yet but abram Uh, and he says i am almighty god walk before me and be blameless i will make my covenant between me and you and will multiply you exceedingly Uh, so that uh, the covenant is genesis 12 1-3 Mm -hmm. And that is, uh, Abraham, uh, my covenant is I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Um, and I want you to receive that. And he'd already given, uh, that, that statement, um, and the covenant God's saying is I promise to do my side. The covenant, by the way, Mm -hmm. is an agree is an agreement. Right. Uh, so it's a two way deal. Uh, it's not one way. A lot of people think, well, great. God's going to bless me to make me a blessing. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, uh, I hope he does. And, uh, doesn't matter what I do or don't do. It's just, he's going to oh. do it. No, it's a covenant. And the covenant right. is, um, I'm going to do my part, God speaking. And then you have to do your part to receive. Right. It. Um, uh, and so, uh, it's, it's a covenant between me and you, and I'm going to multiply you exceedingly because I'm going to bless you. Um, uh, and then he says, um, in verse six, I will make you exceedingly fruitful and will make nations of you and kings shall come come with you. And I will establish uh, my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you and the generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and your descendants after you. So that uh,
3: mm-hmm. in,
1: the, in the covenant, their statements throughout the covenant, the covenant lasts forever. It's still valid. Uh, we learn about the truth of that in, in Galatians. It's still true. I'm going to mm-hmm. bless you because it's lasted forever. Um, right. and the covenant is still there. Um, and then he says, um, uh, in verse uh, uh, nine, he says, "God says now to Abraham." So he's he's changed it from Abram to Abraham.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. He says,
1: "As for you, you shall keep my covenant." So mm-hmm. you you have a you have a duty to be responsible now to fulfilling the covenant you and your descendants after you uh, throughout the generations. This is my covenant, which you shall keep between me and you and your descendants. He says, first of all, every male child among you shall be circumcised and you shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. He says, even those that are old shall be mm-hmm. shall be circumcised because it's a sign of the covenant that I'm establishing. And yes, I want you to circumcise uh, your your male children. Uh, right. Now it was uh, there was also uh, a side effect of that, and that was it was healthy uh, mm-hmm. f- uh, for in terms of bacteria and germs and things. So it was actually healthier to be circumcised right. than not to be circumcised. But he said primarily, it's a sign mm-hmm. of, of the covenant. And yes, I want you to do it. Okay, so we read that in Genesis, and if we stop there and said, okay, all all Old Testament is accurate, it's true. Mm-hmm. God just said it. Right now, we would say what? What would she say about, should I circumcise my kid or not?
2: But the answer is definitively yes. If oh, yeah. You it's, solely oh, there it is. That. There yes. it is
1: right there. It's right there. Uh, and I say, okay. Um, now, remember, God says, I want you to understand that I've come to fulfill this. And have I said anything else about this?
2: Because
1: mm-hmm. uh, this is this is where we need to explore all the scripture. what's called the whole council of scripture. Yes. And say, okay, uh, I see this. Uh, that's not mm-hmm. fuzzy. Uh, have you said anything else about this? Well, mm-hmm. we find out that he that he has. Uh, and so, if we go to Acts chapter fifteen, uh, in verse one, uh, there an issue of circumcision comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul and Barnabas had already been sent out, um, to Antioch, which was a Gentile location mm-hmm. and people who are Gentiles, so they don't know anything about the Jewish right. tradition are coming to know Christ.
2: Right. And uh, circumcision has not been a part of their way of life at all. They at haven't,
1: they haven't had any, any of that as part of their life. Cause they've never, they'd never had a covenant.
2: Right.
3: Um,
1: right. So they just never even never did mean anything to them. Okay, so uh, here's what happens. So they're in Antioch, uh, uh, Paul and Barnabas. Uh, certain men came down from Judea and taught the brother. Now, by the way, these would be the uh, Jews or
0: mm-hmm. the
1: Pharisees. Now, they're believers. So these are, right. these are people that have been converted through the, through the uh, early church uh, and the work of God in the early church in Judea, Jerusalem. Right. Uh, and they're all believers and they're excited to mm-hmm. be believers. Um, so they're not not believers. They're, they would be called Messianic Jews. Right. Um, he says, unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. Uh, okay. Well, there's an interesting statement. Uh, it's, it's now required as a, a statement of salvation. Mm. Um, therefore, when Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and dispute with them, because they completely disagreed, right? They determined because they couldn't come to an agreement. They determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain others of them should go to Jerusalem to the apostles and elders about this question. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, now, by the way, this is, this is such a beautiful, uh, story, As we as couples, as we as people in small groups, as we uh, with church, uh, you know, leadership, um, I might have a (laughs) and it says no, it says no small dissension and dispute, which means they really disagreed. Right. It wasn't like, yeah, I kind of see it. It was, nope, I'm right. And Mm -hmm. the other guy said, nope, I'm right. Um, There was a dispute. But Mm -hmm. and they said, well, we can't decide this. So let's go. Let's go to Jerusalem to see and, and let's find out what God would say about this question.
0: What I a, love what, a that. what
1: a beautiful <laughs> way of how we as couples are supposed to work, or we as groups mm-hmm. are supposed to work is yeah, okay we, we got a disagreement that's good. Let's go to God because He'll answer the question. Right. Um, and so they they did. So they're the being sent on their way to the, by the church. Uh, so the church was, these are Gentiles, by the way, they said, well, you guys need to go and get this resolved. Mm-hmm. They weren't even fighting against it. Just, well, just go get it resolved <laughs> go and figure it out <laughs> and tell us. Now it's kind of like this, this girl, she's saying, I'm not sure I need mm-hmm. to get this resolved. Okay, right. well, well, let's go to God. They passed through Phoenicia and Samaria, describing the conversation of the Gentiles and they caused great joy to all the brethren. When they had come to Jerusalem, they were received by the church and the apostles and the elders, and they reported all things that God had done. Some of the Pharisees who believed, saying, "It is necessary to circumcise men and to command them to keep the law of Moses," the apostles and the elders came together to consider this matter.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, now, there's one cool verse uh, in here uh, that we could kind of, you know, uh, let let pass, uh, but. What they did as they were they were traveling from uh, Antioch, which is probably, you know, uh, more than probably a, maybe a couple week walk. Mm-hmm. Um, they stopped at these other churches, and they were what were they doing? They were joyful, right? They were excited, even
2: though they were in disagreement. That's yeah. a big thing to pay attention yeah. to. Yeah, uh,
1: they said they didn't let it ruin their day, their night, their mm-hmm. week. Uh, yeah, we disagree. Um, I'm, and a strong, it's a strong disagreement. I, yeah, mm-hmm. but, but we can get this resolved by going to God. So let's go to, let's go to God. Let's go to the elders and see what they would help us go to God and get a God's answer. Um, and in the meantime, we can have great joy in our life. Mm-hmm. And, and what a beautiful, uh, statement about, yeah, are you going to have disagreement with other people? Yes with your spouse, mm-hmm. yes, with you know other church people, yes. Um, but if you both have a heart and all have a heart mm-hmm. to say, okay, we've come as far as we can, we can't decide it, um, and right. we're not changing our mind uh, automatically, which mm-hmm. is a good thing, by the way, uh, let's go seek God. And by the way, yeah. we can still enjoy the week right, while we're getting an answer to this, because why? And this is what we're trying to, trying yeah. to really ham- hammer home. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. I was just going to say your goal is the same thing. You both want to know what God has to say more than you care about what your own opinion is or being right. You want to know what he has to say. Yeah. And so that's that's where the joy is. You're yeah. on the same team. You're looking for the same answer. You and want what, God's best. And
1: if you understand this, what do you know for sure about what God will do?
2: that when you seek and you ask him, he's going to answer, and he'll t- he'll leads you to the right answer, which is best, none better, yeah. because it's his will.
1: You're going to get the answer. And you can
2: trust that. And then yeah. it's like,
1: okay. And then see that you stay with it until it's really solidly confirmed, clear, and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. we got it. We see it. Um, yeah. So they went and considered it. Uh, now, when they look at uh, the dispute per se uh, about circumcision, um, see, it wasn't such a bad idea. It wasn't such a bad thought that the Pharisees okay. had. They did know something. And actually, uh, when you talk to Messianic Jews today, their perspective of salvation and life mm-hmm. with God is actually way more complete and full than mm-hmm. the typical Gentile, ev- ev- what right. we call evangelical. Uh, and that is that We, a lot of us see salvation as I receive Christ. I have a ticket to heaven. Mm -hmm. My life on earth, I'm a sinner. I'm going to fail. I'm not going to be that good. Uh, It's going to be tough. It's going to be rough. It's going to be oppressive. But I get to go to heaven. Um, Well, the Jew, see the Messianic Jew says, well, no, uh, when you receive Christ, which is hallelujah, yes, you're going to heaven, but by the way, you're stepping into the covenant. Right. God says, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. And see, that's mm-hmm. an absolute truth for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the definition of that uh, is, is way more complete because we, we tend in America anyway, to think of blessing yeah. as wealth mm-hmm. and money. And he says, it, it, it will include financial freedom, but the beauty of the fullness of life will be great relationships freedom, joy, peace, uh, resolution, resolution. I'll over, I'll overcome the adversity that you're going to experience. I can fix the problems that you have and see that the Jews said, well, you're stepping, when you receive Christ, you're stepping into the covenant. And of course Mm -hmm. their tradition was, if you're doing that, which, which is true, um, then we should be circumcised. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so it's receive Christ and be circumcised because this. Receive Christ as your Lord and Savior and have have eternal life and then put a sign on it that you're uh, stepping into the covenant. So it wasn't such a bad idea. Um, uh, So you can see where it came from. Uh, So Mm -hmm. then they go to the elders uh, and they present their cases um, and the elders say, you know what? We don't know either. So what we're going to do and you can read this further in in, uh, Acts, we're going to go go to God. Uh, and see what his answer is. And God comes back and says, no, it's not, it's not the mark of external circumcision. Mm -hmm. It's the circumcision of your heart. Um, that is, is what I'm going to do. And yes, Mm -hmm. you're stepping into the covenant, but salvation is Christ and Christ only.
3: Right. So don't add right.
1: any anything, any any other activity. Don't add any sign, any mark, anything you have to do to be saved. No, it's just believing and, mm-hmm. re- and receiving, and that's it. And, the, and they mm-hmm. came back and said, that's the answer. Now, to the right. credit of the Pharisees there and to Paul and Barnabas and the Gentiles, they all said, got it. Uh, mm-hmm. Understand, great. Okay, we got God's answer. I'm no longer in conflict with that because I see now what God said about it, right? And and how He's understood it, and so I fully now being a believer, even the Pharisees who had a had a certain uh, disposition toward that, mm-hmm. said, "I okay, got it. That's it. You know, we're not going to do it." Now it crept up again. We see that crept up again in Galatians later, where that came back. Uh, mm-hmm. That now the next group. Later, this is, you know, 20, 30 years later, they try to go back and teach circumcision. And by the way, this is funny. Guess who falls into that trap? Peter. Mm, yeah. Um, and he he got mixed up in that. Oh, yeah, right. I guess that's right, you know. And and Paul goes to him. You can read this in Galatians. Paul goes to him and says, Peter, you're wrong. Remember, remember what God said? And you were part of the group that received it. Right. And Peter right. said, whoop, whoop, whoop. Sorry. Got it. Got it. Got it. Sorry. Yep. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yep. That's not circumcision. Uh, you don't have to be circumcised. It's, it's about the heart. Okay. Now let's see, does he say anything else about this issue of the heart? Well, let's go to Galatians or uh, Colossians uh, chapter two, uh, verse 11. Uh, it says, and Paul's writing this, he says, in him, Christ, you were circumcised with the circumcision made without hand. So in other words, not something you did, Mm -hmm. but by putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Buried with him in baptism in which you were raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. And you being dead in your trespass and the uncircumcision of your flesh, Mm because you're not walking with God, he is made alive together with him. And then he goes on and says, here's what's happened uh, as I have marked you Uh, with the circumcision of the heart. Having forgiven all your trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. So he says, um, it's not any longer, uh, yes, you're stepping into the covenant, and the sign Mm -hmm. of the covenant isn't a external mark that you have to do to a male child it's it's a heart issue and it only happens as you become a believer so so a young a young child doesn't have that uh understanding yet so they can't even be circumcised of the heart yet
0: because
1: Mm -hmm. they're not ready for it when someone becomes a believer then god says i am circumcising your heart and i want you to step into the covenant, which is a choice
3: mm-hmm. that
1: you have to make now. Uh, and is your heart truly surrendered to me and walking with me? And that's yes. what's going to mark you as being right. circ- as circumcised. And then he, he says the, the, uh, the things that happened at the cross through that act was, uh, I forgave you all your sins, past, present, and mm-hmm. future. So you would therefore never live in guilt again. Right. Uh, because I've been I've been forgiven. Um, and uh, yes, I fail. But God says, I, I release you from that. Come back to me.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Go, let's go forward. How about now? Because I've forgiven you already. He said, secondly, I took, took the requirement of the law, which was perfection.
3: Mm-hmm. Is
1: that, yeah, you had to be perfect in order to have a relationship with me. Uh, I provided a sacrificial system that you, if you participated in that, you got released year by year by year, not permanently. Mm -hmm. Um, And he says, but now Christ has released you permanently because he took away that requirement and -hmm. I've replaced it with me, uh, Christ speaking. Uh, And so now you just receive me and you don't no longer have to live under law. You live by faith. You live by walking with me. And then he said, I've disarmed principalities and powers and I've triumphed over them. So Uh, uh, your ability for Satan to attack you is limited when you're walking with me because I've disarmed Mm -hmm. him and you have power. And we talked a little bit about that when we talked about adversity, that we actually have that authority to to say, uh, I I surrender to humble myself to God, resist Mm -hmm. the devil, and come against him, and and he'll flee. Okay, so um, the real issue then of circumcision, we've walked through it, uh, it said it's the sign of the covenant. They they had a discussion about well, should you then therefore still circumcise your 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 male children? And and God says not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not required in terms of walking with me. And I've settled that, and I've said you what it is. It's a circumcision of right. the, of the heart.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: so that as this young lady, if she's listening. Uh, the answer, biblically, is uh, it's not sin to not circumcise your, your male child. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, he's, he's clearly laid it out that uh, it's, it is a sign of the covenant, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not necessary now because now the sign of the covenant has transferred from the, from the act of male circumcision to everybody, mm-hmm. male and female, uh, the issue of the heart. Right. Okay. Now, that still leaves the question: <laughs> Um, well, should I circumcise? You know, so I I can just hear it because I hear this with people <laughs> like, okay, 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 I got that, but but should I, I still circ- need to know what to I do? Should I circumcise them or not? <laughs> you know, do I? What do I do? Do I circumcise right. them or not? Okay. Uh, now, it's taken away from an absolute truth. Mm-hmm. That. Um, you don't have to now fulfill because God says, no, I've released you from that, Mm -hmm. but you still have a question. Yeah. Did I circumcise or not? Okay. Now um, it becomes personal preference and agreement with God and, and what I call medical health issues.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: that uh, what I would say now to this young lady would be you and your husband start to process, where are you at on, Knowing that it's not an obligation, right? what is your position? And one of you might mm-hmm. say, you know, I really want to circumcise them. And the other one would say, well, I'm not sure I want to. Okay, that's okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, then go into what we call an act, seek, and knock mode mm-hmm. of, well, let's go get some information. Um, and the information in this case is going to be around medical and health. Mm-hmm. So go do some research on uh, what are the benefits. Uh, now, th- it's not spiritual benefits. It's medical benefits. It's physical right. benefits. Are there benefits to it? Does it matter? What if you do? What if you don't? And get some information about that. Right. And then bring that together. And then you go to God and say, um, uh, would you help us get this answer? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and where that leads us to is in James chapter uh, 1. Uh, Verse five, if any of you lacks wisdom. uh, So you, at this point, uh, you haven't gotten the wisdom because if God would have said, yes, you got to circumcise them. You would have said, great, I got it. But he didn't say Mm -hmm. that. He said, really, there's some freedom here. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Uh, And so you still lack wisdom because you're wondering, okay, what should we do? Uh, He says, if you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives all to liberally. uh, And the word there liberally is is uh, with great clarity in, the, in mm-hmm. the Greek without reproach and it will be given to him. Let him ask in faith with no doubting for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For it not, let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. So he basically says on these issues that are not clearly specified in scripture, um, you know, like, like simple things of, uh, you know, am I supposed to be faithful to my wife or my husband? Uh, that's pretty clear in scripture. Yes. <laughs> you know, you, you can't, you can't come up. I've had people come up with me and there's say,
2: there's no fuzzy yes or no. Yeah, in the you know, God, <laughs> it's not and, a gray area. I've had,
1: I've had guys come and say, you know, well, God told me that, that I'm supposed to commit adultery because my wife isn't this or that. I said, I'm nope. sorry. <laughs> uh, no, God does not act. And speak against his word, what he's already right. written, and a lot of things in the Scripture are really, really clear, like like mm-hmm. that one. Okay, you got it. Uh, you don't you don't need any more wisdom. You already received it. In this case, well, now we don't know what to do. We lack wisdom, mm-hmm. uh, and it's see now it's personal. So, and, and this is where the the church kind of goes off off because they tend to try to make things universal. Mm. So our position. Of our church body is, you need to circumcise, or no, you don't need to circumcise, or everybody says, and and we and all believers are looking for, what should everybody, what should I do? Is what 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 does the group say I should do? Right? Can I insert
2: a thought on that real quick as you go on? Yeah, Yeah. Um, I think that happens so often, and in this in America we have this consumer driven culture and and we take that into church and we bring that into our faith. And so so often we would actually rather walk in and have somebody tell us than us take the time to take it before God and hear for ourselves. Right. But if we could shift that and realize the beauty in us hearing it for ourselves And, and digging into that truth ourselves, the freedom that's there and, and just what he, what he grows in us as we do that, that would be huge. I think we, we often miss out on, on what God has in store in the journey with us, because we just want someone to tell us and we'll, we'll check the list.
1: That's right. And, and it, uh, it plays out now personally, because there's not a universal answer, but there is Mm -hmm. an answer and there's an answer for us. That is unique to us that God mm-hmm. will, will give us the answer. And he says the condition is uh if you ask me, I'll tell mm-hmm. you, but there's a condition. You have to believe I will get you that answer.
2: Right. Uh
1: if you don't stay believe Stay
2: with it till he does.
1: And stay with it until he does. If you don't, if you don't believe that, you're double minded. Uh mm-hmm. the the picture there actually is is of a washing machine, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> maybe he will, maybe he won't, maybe he will, maybe he won't. Now, I've got it settled that I'm, we're going to hear an answer. Uh, mm-hmm. And the cool thing is, is that there's no other condition. Because I hear a lot of people say, well, yeah, um, you know, you've been with it longer than me. So I guess you can, you can get those answers easier than me. And the answer mm-hmm. is, that's not true at all. Uh, because God adjusts his answer to the level that you're at, at the moment, as you're mm-hmm. in the process of hearing, all you have to do, he said, all you gotta do is ask. Uh, and the oh. analogy I like to use is that I've got, you know, two grandsons, particularly when they were a little bit younger. So my uh, one, you know, became a teenager uh, and the other one was like a nine or 10 year old, about three years behind them. Uh, they could stand in front of me and ask the same question. Mm-hmm. And I could explain it and the 13 year old, I got it. I understand that mm-hmm. completely. The 10-year-old said, I don't know what you said. I don't understand anything you just said. Um, it doesn't make any sense to me. The, the information, the analogy that you used didn't help me at all. I don't have mm-hmm. an answer yet. Okay, so what, what what do I do? I don't say to that 10-year-old, well, grow up.
0: Uh, <laughs> wait
1: wait three years. You know, hey, get mm-hmm. with it. You should be able to get this. It's, your, it's on your back. No, it's on my back what do I do? Mm-hmm. I adjust my yes. conversation. Okay. All right. Let me, let me try to bring it to a different level for you. I can answer the question in the same way, but right. I'll have to do it in a different way so that you can stay with it. Let me talk to you about this mm-hmm. until you get it. And then he, then all of a sudden after I've adjusted, I've, I've been the one they adjusted. He says, okay, great. Thank you.
3: Mm-hmm. I
1: understand it now. Now he didn't change any, I, I'm the one that altered how I communicated to him. And right. this is what God is saying, is there's no other condition. So mm-hmm. the youngest of believers or the, or the most newest in learning how to follow God can have the same answer that somebody that's been with it for 20 years. Right. Uh, because it's not about you. And we learned that again. Uh, remember when we talked uh, before out of 2 Corinthians 3, it's the
2: sufic-
1: his sufficiency, yeah. His sufficiency is that it's not us, and so that's right. that's that's the good news. So now, what you two would do is, as a couple, would be okay. Let's go seek wisdom. Let's go to God. Uh, let's mm-hmm. ask Him. Uh, do your due diligence so that you get really good information, um, mm-hmm. and then the two of you would work uh, and process and look for God's reinforcement to say for you. I do want you to circumcise your son or you know what? It's not necessary to circumcise your son and you're good not mm-hmm. to. And then you just stay with it until you get that answer. And however, God's right. going to deliver that to you, which, by the way, could be completely different than the young couple next to you. Mm-hmm. And God could be saying to them, yeah, I want you to circumcise your son. And He could be saying for you, no, I don't want you to. Yeah. And um, the
2: beautiful thing about that is that he sees around the corner. Yeah. So he knows if there is a reason to or not to right. um, that you that we have no intent, no way to know. Right. You know, right. until and by, we ask him. And it could
1: be yeah. even, you know, uh, 20, 30 years later. Right. Uh, that, yeah, this is important now because of something, you know, down the road. Um,
2: exactly.
1: Uh, and this is the same way, you know, Kathy and I have talked about, you know, the uh, in the world of chaos today, this issue of the vaccine uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: is the same thing. Uh, is mm-hmm. uh, right now there's no universal answer that you absolutely should, absolutely you shouldn't. A lot of people are trying to make it so, right? Say you should, you should, you should, and I and I and I want you to, but uh, it's go to God. Um, yes. and in my experience so far is between believers, is some believers are receiving yes, yes, I want you to get mm-hmm. the vaccine, other believers uh, are receiving, no, I don't want you to get the vaccine. Now Mm -hmm. I do know something behind that. And that's, this, this is something really cool. Um, God is saying, I care about your health. Right. Um, first of all, a, a medical procedure isn't the key determinant to your health. Mm -hmm. So don't think if you get it, well, you're, you're clear, or if you don't get it, you're, you might be in trouble uh, I'm the one that's going to be guiding you and leading you, yes. you know, to your health. So um, uh, the vaccine for you could have an adverse effect, or it could affect you down the road, or right, uh, or it's not even necessary for you because you're healthy. So mm-hmm. uh, God said, "I'll protect you," and of course that has to be continually played out, Kathy, with uh, day by day by day. I have I have a woman particularly who is they've they've heard not to take the vaccine. She has a little bit of fear about that. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, now you have to walk with God day by day with your kids so that you hear from God uh, where he can say to you, I don't want you going to that public place. No, I don't want your kids going to that gathering because there's going to be COVID there.
2: There's a risk factor. There's a risk factor. So I'm
1: telling you, I want to protect your health. Mm -hmm. It's not about the vaccine. It's about do you trust me? Right, and by the way, I'll guide you and lead and keep lead you. listening to, and, me. and you got and you got to keep listening and say, yeah. okay, great, I don't have to have the vaccine, I'm, I'm fine. He says, well, no, not really, and you could even have the vaccine and think you're fine, and the answer is the mm-hmm. same thing, no, not really. You got to keep you listening, still got to
2: pay attention, listening yes. to me, but
1: I've given you the answer for this particular decision. Mm-hmm. So uh, as she processes um, uh, the, the answer, uh, first of all, the you know, as we've seen. Well, there's not a requirement. Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
1: so that means it's going to be a personal decision. Now, right. now together, uh, it's not you. OK, let's just decide this. Isn't that a good idea? Go seek God because he'll give you that confirmation mm-hmm. of spirit, that peace, that joy, that uh, yes, it's it's this is what I want you to do. Yeah. And you know that you know that you know, and then she'll be settled with it.
2: Right. I just want to bring back that that verse. I can't remember if we've talked about it yet in the in our podcast, but Colossians 3.15, that yeah. talks about how the peace of God will rule your heart. And that word for rule is Brombeo, which is actually to umpire your heart and tell you if you're in or out. And so I think that's such an important thing as we're processing with God. That's part of the confirmation, that gift that he gives us is um is that peace that we're in unity with him or or maybe not quite yet. Yeah, so that's right. You know, if we're not feeling that and use that as an indicator, okay, I haven't quite heard yet and I'm still seeking.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and receive it as, yeah, we just don't we just don't know yet. So let's just keep going until we right. until we get absolute confirmation. Because his yes. he said, I'll make it clear to you mm-hmm. that you know that you know that you know. And then you're settled and then you have great confidence And then as you go forward with life, you knew that, well, God said Mm -hmm. yes or no about this issue. And you're good with it. And you're never going to worry about it again. Right. Uh, And you have great confidence so that she can get her answer. And again, uh, as we uh, have talked about out of Jeremiah 15, 16, um, you eat the words. You got to go explore it, ponder it, process it find it great joy. And your, and mm-hmm. your question is, well, what does it say about this issue that I'm facing? Well, as we explored it, God, God gave the the clear answer. It's not a requirement.
3: Mm-hmm. Now
1: that doesn't finally answer the question. It just said, okay, right. I got, I got that part. And what a joy that is to find that out. Mm-hmm. Now I get the joy of finding out specifically how it applies to us. Right. Uh, so, uh, it'll be fun. uh, uh I would encourage you to, uh, uh, keep up with her and uh, maybe, maybe even maybe we should even have her as a guest uh, some, uh and some, see where she sometime how say, she processes how, through how does she yeah. how does she get her answer mm-hmm. uh and what did they decide and how beautiful uh was the process. And my question is always gonna be did you enjoy it? <laughs> right,
2: right. <laughs> uh, well and I would even encourage um encourage her to go back and these verses that you shared to go back and even just because we said them here. Yeah. Um doesn't mean okay, you're done with that part of it. No. I think God would invite her to go back into those verses herself and read them and discover them and pray through them, and and let Him speak to her through those words yeah, as so, well. Yeah. So both, I would revisit both, each of those each of those scriptures. Both
1: she and her husband should go back over yes. the words now and get get that piece of it settled, uh, and right. see if there's any other questions that come up. So yeah, well this I has agree. been this has been an exciting uh, uh, day uh, actually. Uh, uh, to me, there's nothing more wonderful than to take a question mm-hmm. and well, let's go see what the word has to say. And then yes. where, where, wherever it comes out, uh, in this case, uh, it was, it was pretty clear that, um, no, you're, you're, you don't, it's not a requirement. Uh, you won't be sending if you don't, mm-hmm. but I still haven't answered that question for you personally. So now right. come, come and seek that. And that, and mm-hmm. that'll be, um, uh, I would love to, Uh, experience what she's going to experience and how she gets that answer. But, but how fun is that?
2: Right. uh, Right. Absolute
1: joy. Yep. Yeah. So uh, we're excited. And uh, let me just, as we finish here, um, uh, I'll just put up uh, our question uh, uh, where we uh, uh, state, uh, it looks like it came up there. Nope. It's not coming up. Uh, but where it's uh, stating that um, uh, sending your questions to us and mm-hmm. uh, we'll answer them like we're going to do. We're going to try to answer everybody's questions uh, on uh, the broadcast. And in this case, you can do it on your YouTube uh, in the comments section or right. uh, you can send us an uh, email at questions at AFJ dot com questions mm-hmm. uh, plural at AFjministry.com. dot com. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. And if you got questions, you know, certainly put them in there and, and send them to us. And we'll we'll bring them up. We might even spend like we did today a whole hour talking about it, right? Uh, because we got plenty of time. And uh, it illustrates the beauty of abiding. Mm-hmm. So,
2: absolutely. Yeah.
1: So, Kathy, it's been great uh, being together, and uh, look forward to uh, tomorrow. We'll have a special guest. Uh, Tomorrow, which which you guys don't
2: want to miss. Tomorrow, Um, I could not tell you enough how much I love the woman that's going to be on here. Happens to be Rich's wife. She is amazing. So you guys are in for a treat. Make sure you join us again. Yeah. And if you found today encouraging, be a friend and tell a friend, pass on um, the information on the podcast or the broadcast. And like I said, don't miss tomorrow because you will love Linda Case when you meet her.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're going to try to make Thursdays our guest day. So we're going to have guests mm-hmm. all the time. So Linda will be our first one. So anyway, uh, look forward to tomorrow and uh, have, a, have a great day. Sounds great. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See